today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk, Adam Oldfield, the CEO and President of FPM and FPM3 Marketing, and Vacuum Man, who sponsored the show, uh, joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to uh, bring us up to speed on what's going on. How are you doing this week? Uh, you know what? It's been a little crazy week. I mean, it's been really, uh, you know, it's cold, it's hot, it's, it's, it's like, uh, I, I don't know what temperature it is any time in the day, and I found that this week, as short as it was, I, I don't know, I, it feels like the longest month in a, in a, in a short period of time, Bill. Uh, it, it's been interesting. After Thanksgiving, it just seemed like everything uh, kind of dragged out a little. I'm glad it's Friday. That's the only thing I can say. It was like, it almost dawned on me last it's tech talk. I, I I haven't even really prepared for you, so I'm glad the weekend's here. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that earlier today. Our staff, our, the crew on the show here. This is the sh- the longest four day week I think we've had in a long, long time. There's just so much <laughs> stuff that's going on now. Exactly. Uh, listen, uh, it, let's, let's go ahead. No, I was going to say I'm excited about all the things that we got in tech to come up and uh, and, and talk about and uh, to jump into it. I wanted to share Facebook. Uh, was one of those things you and I talk about with all the privacies and issues. I was excited that I got something for an alternative for everyone. Uh, well, many people Mark, are in Mark Zuckerberg is shaking in his boots, I'll bet. <laughs> well, you know, here's something that I think people have always said. There's nothing out there. Facebook is a leader. Uh, it's where you go. It's where everyone's at. So I thought this was a good opportunity to chat that there is a, an up-and-coming alternative. However, Bill... Yeah, I gotta be, we gotta be honest. I don't know if everyone would want to leap into this new platform. Uh, it was developed by a gentleman that, that calls it MeWe. So if you want to Google it and look it up, it's called MeWe. And in 2016, it had 3 million people on it. It's now leaped to 9 million. And it's just like Facebook. It's a community-based environment. You sign up. Your basic user is absolutely free. You can get in there and be able to utilize and share your photos of your grandmother, your barbecue, your puppy dog. But it has one caveat that Facebook does that others that other social medias do as well. And that is they give you all of these resources for free, but use it as advertising. This one is a, it's called freemium. And it's an old system where you get it for free, but if you want the bells and whistles, you got to pay for it. So for $4 and not an expensive venture for about $5 a month, you can then get video conferencing and chatting. Anyway, I think it's going to be a new revolution, Bill, in talking about social media and the elements of what Facebook and the evil of what Facebook brings, selling our data, using our data. This might be a good alternative that we all maybe want to start looking at. No, there were a number of people over the last three or four years, especially, that have just, you know, panned Facebook or jumped off Facebook. Uh, you know, Jim Carrey was one of them, of course, that got really ticked off about what was going on and uh, wrote a long, long piece uh, that was published all over the place about getting off Facebook and don't trust these people. So uh, an alternative, it's going to take these guys a long time, though, to try to, you know, get into a competitive relationship. But it sounds like they're off to a good start. Well, if you're really concerned about your privacy and being in an environment with friends and family and you do want to, you like what the principles of what Facebook does, then this might be one of those options. The only thing I know, it's got to lit talk about positive. They're not using my data. They're not, you know, monitoring it from up above and, you know, choosing what's being said is being, uh, uh, you know, whether you want to speak openly of your opinion or otherwise. It's, it's got a little, this is something interesting for where we are now in the world of any social media 
platform coming into the startup world is that, you know, those uh, hate groups, uh, uh, depending white supremacist groups, no one's monitoring them under this premise. So what we're seeing is a lot of people leaping from Facebook, going into a community that doesn't have a lot of restrictions uh, because you're paying for it. They're allowing a lot of the elements that were not allowed on other social platforms to now exist. However, the good news is your information isn't going to be sold to the government uh, election uh, mailing list. Not yet, anyway. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Let's get uh, the latest on autonomous vehicles. Oh, I love autonomous vehicles. I love drones. I love autonomous vehicles. And Toronto is now one of the uh, newest additions when it comes to self-driving vehicles. The Ollie 2.0, uh, which has been around for a while. I mean, Ollie 1.0 was actually in Vegas about five years ago. Um, and what's unique about this product is that, you know, uh, it's going to be tested on the streets of Toronto, um, and it's it's why I'm giving this a little attention is because well obviously Toronto is now in the testing program of autonomous bus driving. Of course, uh, you know getting into a bus that has got no driver, um, but several will be able to be you'll be able to p- compact inside this little bus driving on its own uh, around uh, is is unique in it in one big principle, and that is the fact that it is. Uh, made 100% from a 3D printed bus. Everything is printed from a 3D printer, Bill. This is, you know, unique in that aspect because 50% of it is recycled material. I think if we're looking at is Ontario, uh, Toronto specifically, are we really taking action to become, uh, you know, environmentally friendly, lowering our carbon footprint? This is definitely an action in addition to technology that they're, uh, that they're leading towards. And because Ontario under the Liberal government years ago allowed for autonomous driving at a level five, this gives Toronto a capability of continuing to be that technological hub. I wouldn't be surprised that it would hopefully go well. It's a one-year project, and we might be able to see this spawn into other cities like Hamilton, for that matter, where we might be able to see an autonomous bus driving uh, around and getting us where we need to be safely and soundly without, you know, physical contact and at the at the concern of the uh, the bus driver uh, of, of their health. So this is a really, really cool project for Toronto. Uh, anytime you buy anything valuable, whether it's jewelry, watches, could be any number of different things like that, off, off, you want a, a, a certificate of authenticity. And there's a new twist to that now, isn't there? Well, this is where technology is now school of where the old school used to be and uh, anyone who knows uh, I don't have a fancy watch I use a smart watch um, but those that have Rolexes uh, or otherwise you're right uh, have a certificate of authenticity it brings value we've seen them on the uh, the auction houses um, this is really cool Brettling is now leaping into this new element of where you can validate the certificate because you may get a Rolex watch, watch or other uh, luxury watch and they come with the certificate, but there's always been, is it authentic? Does it match the watch? Does the number connect? Bretling has the new uh, Ethereum blockchain certificate. And what's unique about that is you get a digital certificate but this digital certificate is going to be specifically linked to that watch. 
So where we've seen smartwatches elevate and, and expand and sure they, you know, check our blood pressure, tell us what time of day it is and uh, what the temperature is in, in, in Cancun. Uh, they're also now going to have a, a link with a blockchain and that is impenetrable, Bill. That's the part which is it can't be duplicated. It won't be uh, uh, altered. It also will give a history. This is where we've seen digital blockchain now uh, very valuable. So if you ask, are you the original owner? Oh, yes, 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 I am. Uh, but meanwhile, it maybe was in several hands. This new development that links it with the smartwatch is going to bring that authenticity. You'll be able to see the digital background. You'll be able to see that, no, the owner was this person in Germany, and, and, and then it was sold to a person in, in, in the States, and I see you're the third owner. And that can't be altered. This is where technology, uh, combined with today's current, uh, you know, telling of time, watches for that matter, is now bringing credibility and authenticity to, uh, to, the, to the whole world of where we're going. Uh, with the COVID pandemic uh, continuing and we're into the second wave, we don't know how much longer this is going to go on, but it's really changed the way a lot of us have done business. Uh, you know, there are no more board meetings. There are no no face-to-face interviews, et cetera. It's all done uh, virtually these days. And uh, you, of course, have, be- have become part of that. And you've been pretty critical of Zoom in the past, Adam. I, you know what? I'm, I'm turning face here, Bill. And I like to say that I can, I, I make mistakes time and again. You know, I mean, I can't believe, uh, we'll get to Apple in a moment, but I have been a, a converter to discuss my, my voices of how or what technology is the best. And Zoom was one of the ones I warned in one of our previous yep. tech talk shows. I've always said, stay away from Zoom. You want to look at, you know, Google Meet or you want to go to Teams, Microsoft Teams, or there's a plateau of different video communication you want to use. However, Zoom in the last week has upped its game. And I think the competition for video conferencing is becoming very, very competitive. And Zoom has now announced or now uh, uh, launched the ability that they have an encrypted video communication for up to 200 people. That's a real that's a game changer and i know i've i've been critical of it because i know schools are using it i mean i've i've watched our canadian parliament um on their zoom meetings and i'm yeah. i'm going ah that's very very concerning anyway uh, i can say with confidence that if you are using zoom you are in a better position now uh as they've upgraded their systems they've if it does ask you do you want to upgrade your app you definitely want to do that because it is fully encrypted now up to 200 people in that room and, and And that brings a little more uh, comfort for schools doing education systems and governments using it for their meetings. Now's now's a good time. Zoom has uh, has got itself to that level that it's safe. Yeah, and we need to clarify that when I said that you've been critical of it. It's it's really it's not about preferences. Hey, I don't like it's it was security. 100%. 100%. I'm always, one of the key things about what I love about the show that I work with you on, Bill, is the fact that, you know, I'm really about privacy. I really, I love technology. I love everything about it. But man, am I ever critical about where and what our data is being used, how it's being used, who's using it. Uh, and, and I've had that many times. People have reached out that listen to the show and go, man, you just seem like a guy who likes tech. You're really negative. And I'm thinking, I'm not negative. I like to be proactively thinking of things that are best for us as usage. And, uh, 
Uh, I look at things like encryption is so, so important. And I've said that whether you're text messaging, and I, and I will be critical on that. If you're text messaging, talking about that, you do need to stop. You need to look at systems that give you better protection. And technology is so diverse, sometimes you don't know who's watching or getting access to your information. So, yeah, this is very important from that degree as far as ensuring uh, you're protected. So keep that in mind, no matter what technology you're using. Yeah, and, and we've talked about that on the show, and we kind of make light of it sometimes with the hack of the week and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's it's a serious issue, and it's all about security and the fact that you know that there are trolls out there and people out there that are looking to get information and, and hack into information, banking accounts, records accounts. Uh, if you're doing, you know, Zoom calls as, as a business, do you want your competitor to watch and, and find out what's going on? I mean, it's stuff that we don't always think about, but I, I'm, I'm glad you bring it up each and every week because we need to remind ourselves because invariably every two or three days there's a story that about somebody who got hacked or personal information or they got uh, ripped off at the bank because somebody was able to access their, their information. So you, you've got to be aware of all of this stuff and especially – because now, especially with this pandemic, we're using all these things a lot more than we probably ever thought we were going to. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, uh, again, I share with, you know, passwords and we see so many new items coming out. Technology. Uh, this is so critical. We need to be more cog- cognizant of why you need to think the word encryption. If it doesn't have it and you're using it, you may want to rethink why you're using it. All right. You uh, mentioned Apple a few minutes ago. They got some new stuff on the market. Yeah, this week was very... Uh, how do I say this? I think I've done Tech Talk with you now for three years where we've talked about the launch of the new iPhone, and it's just kind of like this uh, moment of silence. Crickets, uh, just kind of, uh, uh, come on. I really thought this year, Bill, iPhone 12, when they announced it, I was going to be a little more wowed. I thought they were going to try and you know, keep up with the Samsungs or the Huawei's. And I was, um, and I think a lot of people were uh, disappointed with, with the announcement of the iPhone. It didn't get enough. It got a lot of fanfare, but they announced the 5G capability. That was expected. Uh, is it really a big thing? Not really, because 5G is very, uh, it's still growing. It's still in the process of trying to gain momentum. Number two was the only thing I really heard about the new iPhone 12 is, uh, yes, 5G, but the new ceramic shield glass from Corning oh, yeah, yeah. that they got on it. Um, you know, if you drop your phone a lot, this is going to be four times stronger. Those are pretty much the only two things. I mean, there's lots of things we could talk about, but those are the two things that I'm like, that's different. So it was kind of a bit of a blase. Very disappointing, Bill. Uh, underwhelmed as usual by Apple, are you? <laughs> that's not. <laughs> you had to throw it in there, didn't you? There's, no, there's... not at all. i just making a point that it uh-huh. was more. We expected, I expected more. I thought I would see a folding phone, uh, you know, and the price they're charging. And if you're an Apple owner, you got to be pretty concerned by this because you don't even get a charger. You don't get any uh, pods anymore. You get a phone and in a box for, a, you know, $1,500 Canadian for the base model. Um, I don't know. I think you got to really ask yourself, am I, what am I getting for the value? I got got a couple of minutes left here, and I wanted to get in. I'm glad you included this because I heard this the other day about uh, Amazon, and lots of folks use Amazon. More and more people now, especially during the pandemic, are using Amazon. Uh, and one of the things, as you mentioned, uh, that they love about this, of course, is, is the return policy. Hey, no questions asked. Sure, we'll take it back. But uh, CBC did a, an investigative report on that, didn't they? 
They did. And, you know, it was, it was a phenomenal report. And the question we ask is all the products we get, um, you know, there's a very, very likely chance that four out of 10 will be wrong, wrong in size, wrong in shape, wrong in, in product you thought. And, you know, the return policy is we quickly slap the label back on, go on Amazon, say it's the, I'd like to return it, I'm not happy. And so you assume, as I would, that the product's being returned, it hasn't been damaged, it was just opened and was incorrect, and you think it would return to the warehouse, they would relabel it, sticker it with a barcode, and the next lucky individual would be able to purchase it. Um, CBC's report was quite uh, shocking because uh, of the products, and they did several of them. They did like a backpack. Uh, I believe they bought like a, an electronic device, and they placed a GPS tracker on it. And uh, they, they tra- trailed it and watched the return um, not return back to the warehouse. It, in some cases, they leaked all over the country from the U.S. to Canada. But at the end of the day, um, most of the products that we are returning will end up in a recycling or a landfill. Um, this is, you know, it's, it's cheaper to call it a write-off, it appears, and they're just taking our products that we as consumers don't want, and they're just being thrown out. They're being returned or thrown into the garbage. So something to keep in mind when we're talking about this new day and age of e-commerce, um, it's cheaper to say, you know what, you don't want it, I'll, code, I'll count it as a loss. Um, and it's just part of the write-off of a business these days. That's the reality. So think about that when you're doing your Amazon Prime Day, which came out this past week. Think about when you don't like it, where is your product actually going when you return it? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I got, I got to squeeze this in. I got about 30 seconds left here, but Shopify and YouTube have uh, joined together. This is, I thought this was really kind of cool, and it really does show the evolution of where we are right now. Uh, I'm just giving you a quick highlight that Shopify and YouTube are collaborating, and think of it like this, Bill. Um, remember the old days when you used to watch the Howdy Doody show, and you'd be like, yep. oh, and then in the middle, there would be in the middle of a commercial. Imagine in the middle, I'm trying to paraphrase it in a way, you're watching TV, you see the commercial, and you think to yourself, man, I really like that. Well, Shopify and YouTube are doing it where you're watching a program could be a TV show, could be a uh, you know whatever a sitcom, and when you click the button, you'll be you can buy it on site. So instead of skip the ad, you can now buy the product. It doesn't take you through a process. It's an instant purchase. So you see a new knapsack in the middle of your favorite TV show, click it. It could instantly because it's tied to your Google account, order it and ship it to you before you even get. Uh, to the next, to the continuation of your program. So think of this as the newest way to buy while watching commercials. Don't just watch a commercial. You can now buy the product and have it shipped to you before the next portion of it. Tech Talk, we do this every Friday at 1135, brought to you by Vacuuman. Adam Oldfield, have yourself a great weekend. We'll talk again next week. You too. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.